Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Hey, does anyone want to learn French with me? Because I've decided in 2024 that I want to learn French. And thankfully, I have Rosetta Stone. So you better hop on and so we can learn French together. Rosetta Stone has the amazing true accent feature, which is so helpful, especially in French. You get feedback on how well you're actually pronouncing words. Plus, they have 25 languages to choose from. So if you're not going to learn French with me, I'm sure you can find some other people who will learn a language with you. But I'm on the French team this year. Come on, folks, join me. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, and that's why we drink listeners, can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash drink. That's rosettastone.com slash drink. Christmas time is here. What was his name again? Clarence? The Peanut? What? Charlie Brown? (laughs) Clarence Brown? No, Clarence. Charles Brown? Chad Brown? Chucky Brown. Chuck? Good old Chuck? Uh, No, the one. (laughs) Fuck, now I'm losing my mind. The Sim, our Sim. Oh, Chauncey Bliss. Chauncey Bliss, duh. <laughs> Who Hold is on, Chauncey Bliss? Do the music again. Do the do the music again, and I'll I'll introduce the episode. Christmas time. Welcome to, me. and that's why we drinks December Hustle listeners Fox episode, Fox where we read Chauncey your Bliss creepy stories and Chucky Cheese. Hey, welcome to the show. There should be a crackling fire underneath all this because this is the holiday spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to December's The Last Listener episode of 2023. Good. Can you believe it? Hey, <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> I I can't believe it because I feel like I just got used to it being 2023 and now I have to write a whole new digit when I'm mixed signing up. things. I'm like, it I can't know. be November. But now it's December. Um, I bet if we listen to every episode like we do this every year, we probably every, every year, year go, can you believe it? And then it's realistically what year does it feel like? Ignore what time is when to you. To me? Yeah. 2021. It still feels like around there for me, too. Right. It feels like yeah. we kind of went into COVID and then it's like just kind of time like froze almost and nothing else sort of ma- like time just stopped working. It feels like the clock broke, you know? Yeah, I mean, we all kept saying we felt like it was a glitch in, in the system or something, but it does yeah. feel like we just were still in. I feel like I'm unconscious, and when I wake up, it'll still be 2021. That's exactly. And I've just been it. in a two-year dream. <laughs> what a time to be in a dream to keep working in said dream, Ugh. and you know, oi, and still needing like constant therapy. Yeah, <laughs> taking constant <laughs> medication therapy in your coma. Yeah, uh, that's pretty on brand for us, I think. Um, Anyway, everybody, welcome to the show. Today, I have a special surprise, which is that Eva gave me a special surprise and said I get to read the first three stories all by myself. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. Maybe I've just, it's clearly that I don't know how to read. And so now we're just, Christine's taking the reins. I don't know what the situation is. We didn't want you to feel that 
way about it but i guess if you're the one bringing it up no uh that is not what it's about i promise it's because um i have with me today uh-huh. as i always have with me my woo! dignity oh my god <laughs> no i lost that a long time ago <laughs> um i have my dust bowl survivors oops my cowboy children like all of my victorian photographs um uh-huh. here with me and eva said um the first three stories are in relation to that so i said oh oh boy. my god can I don't you imagine if three of them emailed you <laughs> i'm a dust bowl survivor and it is not okay for you to make fun of us <laughs> i'm one of the little cowboy kids that lives in your closet i'm and i've been listening to you <laughs> i can hear everything you're saying about me and, and i don't my... know how else to get to you because you can't hear my voice but maybe you'll see this yeah. maybe you can read my typing um I am the woman with the hat, and I need you to stop talking about my hat. Um, I am the hat. And I honestly, am the hat. I am the star. You were right. Thank you for the validation. You were right, and keep talking about me. Um, okay, so <laughs> here's the first one. This is called... Oh, by the way, if you're new here, sorry. Also, this is where we read listener submitted stories. Um, that's why it's called a listener's episode. You nailed it. And also, what are you drinking on on your last listeners episode of And That's Why We Drink? I'm drinking a body armor because when I was breastfeeding, I got kind of into these and then I had to take a break because I was like, I don't even want to look at those anymore. But then now I'm kind of back into it. What are you drinking? Is it meant for for breastfeeding? No, it's just like it has coconut water and stuff. So it's like hydrating, but it's like tastier than just drinking water, you know, and it has some sugar in it. Um, I don't know if it does anything, but like, I feel like when you're breastfeeding, you're not, not really sure. You're not sleeping. Anything that a listicle says to do, you're like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll eat cookies and drink yep. <laughs> strawberry juice. Like, fine. So. Um, I'm drinking a cream soda. Ooh. And with that, let's <gasps> crack into it. Okay. That was really delightful, actually. That was like a perfect Did- crack it open. Can you sizzle, hear it? sizzle. That's actually the fireplace you were talking about earlier. That's perfect. (laughs) I'm going to need you to hold that there the entire show. Um, I was going to say, editor, editor, can you please, um, (laughs) can you isolate that ambiance and put it underneath the entire track? Thank you so much. Just enhance, enhance. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, let's hear it. Let's hear hear your first of a trilogy, please. And I got to be honest, like, I have no idea what that means. I know it's about the pictures. I'm like, what do you mean? Is it the hat? I don't know. We'll find out. So... We'll find out together. This came from Lindsay. It says, hello, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Hi, <laughs> <Hey> girl. <laughs> me too. I just began episode 352 where Em and Christine talk about the box of hundreds of pictures Christine received. I sent them. Holy shit, Lindsay. Oh. I knew your name started with an L. I don't remember if I said that in the episode, but I was like, it was like Lane or Within the Lucy. first sentence, we've cracked the case. Hilarious. We came in right at the end of the year. We figured it out. I love that they started with, I'm the problem, it's me. Yes, you are oh, correct. Now it makes more sense. It makes sense, doesn't it, now? I get it. Uh, I sent them, I'm sorry, I live in Indiana, <laughs> and because most of the photographs were local-ish, I sent them to Christine. A little background, I started collecting these photos from antique stores as a child. Whoa! Whoa! <gasps> Because they intrigued me and kept on collecting over the years. I estimated about $800 worth. Over the past few years, I would hang six or so in frames on the wall to display my collection and rotate them out every so often. That's what I was thinking oh, of that's doing. fun. My husband accidentally knocked one frame off the wall. Uh-oh. A picture of a man and paranormal activity spiked. Wait. Okay. Why do people do this Divorce. to us? <laughs> which man? Now I have Wait. to figure out which man. Yeah. 
Is it the hat? Wait, also, wait. So, uh, so as soon as things go wrong, you get rid of your $800 haunted collection and give it to someone else. I love that. You're like, your you know what? Now. It's been real. I've had them long enough. Okay, it says, nothing sinister, though. Fast forward to early 2023 when I was putting my baby back to bed after waking up in the middle of the night. He had a death grip on me while I was putting him in his crib. I've always been able to sense spirits, and I now knew he could as well. He oh, was over shit. a year old and still hasn't slept through the hadn't slept through the night. My husband suggested it was because of those pictures, and that I removed them. I took them down the next day, and from that night in March, he has slept through the night ever since. I Great. didn't want so now to your get... baby will never yeah, sleep again, Christine. <laughs> Great. Like, Wait a minute, Leona hasn't been sleeping as well as usual. <laughs> Um, I didn't want to get rid of them, but knew I had to and also knew I had to do so carefully. I listed them on Etsy, but no hits. I listed them on eBay and was instantly banned for putting the eBay community at risk. What I'm an the avid- hell? What the hell? I'm I feel avid- like eBay loves, eBay loves haunted They're shit. What are you talking about? that shit. That's not fair. Mm. Uh, I'm an avid listener and your podcast came to mind as to where I should send them. I debated on who, but decided with Christine. I love how she's like, I debated sending them to M. I'm like, you shouldn't have even had the You thought. made a they good would, call. Your beautiful collection would have been gone in like seconds. Now knowing it was valued at $800, I would have felt like a piece of garbage that well, they would have that's been in what, garbage. That's what made you feel like a piece of garbage, not that she's collected these since she was a child and they're all meaningful. Okay. Well, anyway. I, I, didn't, I don't know the price of anything. Now to find out it's like nearly $1,000, I would have felt extra bad. Well, I think what she's like... saying is she estimated that she had spent about $800 worth of on these over the years. I know, but that's to me that right. means so, it's valued yes, that, at that. that is, that's a lot of value. Yes, that's a lot <laughs> of money. Um, she was the winner. Christine was the winner. Great. As far as them being haunted, I feel there is a strong likelihood it's the one you showed, uh-oh, on the episode and called Walter. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That, that, the energy is crazy if that's the case. That's crazy. Okay. Or potentially the one lone woman who may be missing her right arm. Oh, what? The There's fuck? one in there without an like, arm, I'm Christine? You, I haven't even looked at all of them yet, you know? Like, I looked at them with you. I haven't gone through every single one. Um, oh, my God. And then my favorite part is that it says, sorry, I didn't leave a note. Good luck, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, Lindsay, I feel like we want to like I want to blame you for this. But also part of me thinks when you're figuring out where to send them, I feel like my like astral spirit was like send them to me send them to me send them to christine like hey, hey and mine hey. was like send it to christine send it to christine don't <laughs> we send it doubled to me. up yeah that must be it so um i feel like the universe was like send them to christine and honestly Lindsay, i've grown so attached to them i love them so much a few people have sent in saying like can you send them to me and i'm like no i like them i want to keep them and you gotta find the one without an arm and you have to hang you have to hang up hat girl i love hat girl i do too i i'm glad i finally know where they're from because i feel like now i can kind of approach it you know i'm like oh, okay now i feel like this was sent with love and not like <laughs> a curse or something if any of them had any names we could do a little okay i was gonna say on ancestry yeah my skills and your skills together we could write a narrative well like my pal stephanie on instagram posted like hey i'm not kidding please like send them to me i do like basically what she said was i do this a lot like i go get photos from antique stores and i 
post them on the right family trees so that people can mm. like and then I can mail them if they like reach out I can mail them the f- hard copy and I was like what a noble pursuit yeah, but also I'm lovely. so conflicted because I'm like well maybe I can try that I mean I don't have the skills I'm sure Stephanie well technically does, could you just take a picture of each one just send them to her and be like well here's your own copy of them <laughs> here you go here's a I'm gonna scan these I'm gonna fax these to you I'm gonna fax <laughs> you a tin type uh to look <laughs> no and so I feel bad because I haven't responded to Stephanie but I'm like I'm trying to figure out and now I feel like since Lindsay has collected these over her whole lifetime I don't really want to just like I mean at least they would be in safe hands I don't know they're I'm just gonna hold on to them for now until I kind of have a better plan but I guess I should read story number two now that Lindsay has been outed as the mm. problem mm-hmm. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code drink it feels very fitting that juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy we're happy but because we're not mind readers we don't always know when they're unwell and in my experience cats are not the most you know open when it comes to sharing their woes And there goes Junie, literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell, thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues, and Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. Prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so I th- it looks like the rest, the last two stories here are like, because um, I asked people to tell me what to do with the picture. So it looks like people are submitting some potential plans. This one says, uh, 
This is from Ash, she, her, hers, and it says, Hi, ATWWD friends. I listened to your new episode 352 today. Oh, by the way, if you're wondering about these photographs, it's episode 352 that we discussed them. And wanted to reach out with a suggestion for your photos. My mom is a professional genealogist who works for free. She sees genealogy as a religious calling and spends hours every day researching people's families and trying to return vintage eBay family photos and Bibles back to the correct families. Like, that's what Stephanie was saying. Fun story, whenever my sister and I brought a new love interest home growing up, we would do everything in our power to keep our mom from learning their last name. That's literally, <laughs> is Leona in the chat right now? Like, I feel like this is something she's going to say about you one day. Yeah, for sure. This is because my mom would immediately research 10 generations of the person's family, and it took her 15 minutes once to locate an ancestor that my sister's boyfriend's family had been searching for for 20 years. Holy shit. My mom is also contracted for the FBI to locate folks in this way. Whoa. Anyway, I imagine if you're able to scan. Okay, that's what you said. Scan the fronts and backs of the photo. My mom may be able to help return them to the proper descendants. You won't even have to mail them or anything. Between you and me, my mom has a lot of free time. (laughs) Between you and me. Okay. (laughs) Between you and all of us. Your mom has a lot of free time and loves to do this work. So don't feel bad. Well, I don't have a lot of free time and I also love to do that. So like, don't worry. I don't judge at all. Um. So don't feel bad for capitalizing on that. She told us once as kids that she loves her dead ancestors just as much as her living children, though we always knew better. <laughs> and then sent her contact info. I love oh, that, Ash. Thank I might you. Actually, I might actually use that contact info because I'm still trying to figure out my own family well, stuff. I will say, too, like Stephanie posted it. And by the way, if Em and Christine, if you ever need, like, it sounds like she does this, like, very sa- same kind of thing, like, very mm. pr- almost professional level and um, I was like, yes, Stephanie, I do need help, please. Um, so because I want to learn more about my house and I haven't been able to find anyone to like help me right. track trace back. So, yeah, here we have a couple people now who are able to help us. This one says, uh, let's see, from I don't want to say their name because I they didn't sign it. So I'm just going to say ha, it's from K letter k hi christine okay. m and eva i'm just watching today's episode where christine is showing off her strange collection of old photographs which is Jesus. my favorite thing ever i have a degree in collections management okay like what who the are hell people? is going on you guys here are, like the most interesting people i've ever met i feel like you accidentally tapped into like an industry where Incredible. everyone's like this is my moment i'm gonna like wait what i didn't know we all we had to do was show like a lady in her hat let me just start showing weird things and people (laughs) see what see who like pops out of the woodwork (laughs) that would be that would be a fun podcast if we just hand a random listener an item just a random item and then a week later they come back and tell us everything we we found on it we just say go yeah see what happens we'll see you later you do all the work we'll host we just sit here (laughs) yeah If Christine plans on keeping them or some of them, there are archival kits online that will be perfect for storing them. Mm. If she wanted to donate them to a historical society, maybe sort through the Cincinnati ones or if there are Kentucky ones and see if they would be interested in them. I would offer to take them in, but I think they are best in her hands, LOL. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. She's like, You're I right. don't, she's like, I know better. I know Christine's never mailing these to me. Well, also, um, like, I don't want them. Like, I probably, like, I don't uh, need them. No, yeah. I don't want them. <laughs> and also, Kay has probably, are. oh, sorry, Catherine did sign it. I just, it was in between some links. Catherine did sign it. Um, So Catherine already heard Lindsay say, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> ghost activity spiked. So, uh, Catherine, I think you made the right choice not requesting the photographs. Um, mm-hmm. I would offer to take them, but I think they're best in her hands, LOL. I've put some links down below for the archival kits. 
these are albums and these are boxes and kits. Okay, this is fucking great. Ooh. I'm so thankful. And that way you can preserve them, Christine. Yes, exactly. Because honestly, I feel ju- I just was feeling bad because they were like in a half a zard pile over there, and I thought like, well, I don't want them to get like more damaged. Can, you know? Can I can I say ignore everything that everyone has said so far and give you my idea? If you must. So I think maybe you should we should come come together you and i and create like a really really like i here's the situation i would like leona at like 14 to climb into the attic and find these and think that she's <laughs> discovered a mystery so like i'm thinking like put them <laughs> Make in an, an archival kit so they're preserved <laughs> but like also put that box in like a locked like a lock safe box, box or right. something and yeah. put like do not touch do so not that when touch. she's a and teenager, then, like, she can be like, ooh, let me open this. And honestly, that'll probably keep her out of other trouble. If I'm like, I'll set up some rules for you to break so you don't now have to go out of your way. That's top tier parenting. It's like, parenting. I don't want you to do drugs. So I'm going to create a, a like a 15 year old <laughs> escape room mystery. And <laughs> that will really keep you occupied. And you just like chain it up and like put like maybe a lit candle next to it or oh, something. Yeah, I'll light and, a candle over and over so that like by the time she finds it, it's like the wax has oh, all yeah. kind of congealed. It looks really Absolutely. creepy. And then just like like maybe like a like a random note and it says like the last person to ever see this blah 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 blah. Like something I don't know. Like just give her an adventure, you know? Maybe I'll put them in my will just in case if something ever happens to me and I'll be like, these are for M and M has to keep them I'll all commit. safe i'll commit <laughs> to the safe box idea i won't hold on to them myself but i will put them in an attic near your child for sure i can promise <laughs> wow, you that. thanks in fact they're already <laughs> in an attic near my child but thank you so much for your help em. um but thanks em for your input is what i'll say and for it's everyone always, else it's always needed genuinely thank you for your input and that one i actually mean so um mm-hmm appreciate it i appreciate it and i feel so much more enlightened about these photographs now Lindsay, thank you for sending them but also not thank you and also like i still don't forgive you for sending them in the creepiest way with no note because like what were you thinking but also you should have sent them in a safe box you should have sent it honestly you were really bold melted to candle just... all over it and a note that said whatever you do don't open because then christine would have like been obsessed you know? i would somebody out there can you send christine something in a lockbox with a sign that Please. says do not open and don't leave a note. No, don't do that. I get really freaked out. Okay, I will say, Lindsay, you really were brave to just send these with no note. Because I think if you had said, like, I collected these since I was a child, I would have probably been, like, much more careful. And, like, I mean, I've been careful with them. But, like, if you sent them to M without a note, they'd probably be gone. So I'm I'm very uh, impressed that you were brazen enough to just send them with no note and hope that they ended up in good hands. But you were right. I'm really, um, I really love them and I'm attached to them so that's yeah you definitely made the right call yeah i think so does she have both arms do we know uh you know it's looking like that's a yes on this one so you I'm know it'd be have fun to... if you splayed them out upside down and then you pulled them like tarot cards do a spread do a little spread okay i love that idea okay anyway anyway turn. my turn finally you can okay. talk now well, if mine is like my if my note is like a or my letter that i'm about to read if it says something like, I have I have something I'm sending to Christine. It is more pictures of more dead people. <laughs> Are you in or out? And I would be in to help you get them. And to I mean, honestly, I'm, so. I'm in. Like, honestly, at this point, I'm kind of loving this adventure for me. And I'm loving that everyone is so kind and supportive and helpful. And like, listen, maybe I'll start collecting these. I am 
deeply enchanted see, by them. I could see after the podcast you becoming a curator yeah. of like an oddity antique shop where with all the things that people sent you over the years and now yeah. you're like giving back. And I back. keep them all. I know you do. Yes, you, you know did, well. As M you needed a big well. ass house to put all of it. I so. did, and I have my <laughs> attic now filled with creepy stuff. Oh, okay, here's mine. Oh, okay, mine is better. Okay, here we go. Ready? Phew. What is it? The subject line. First of all, the person who sent it, their name is Bandit. Okay, amazing. Oh, I love that for you. Um, and the subject line is Josh Duggar. <gasps> And his rehab center. <gasps> so, fuck? my dopamine is rising. Yeah, so you, Eva nailed it. Thanks, Eva. I get Thank it now. Thank you for the holiday okay. presents. <laughs> this is a gift. <laughs> uh, okay, it says, hey, Christine, Em, and Eva, I'm using a fake name. Okay, Bandit, I see. Bandit's a fake name? No way. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know if this was like from like your neck of the woods in Kentucky. Someone no, would name it could kid very Bandit. well be. Or like a dog, maybe. I had a dog named Bandit. Anyway. That's probably why. <laughs> I had a yeah. um, stuffed panda named Bandit. It's a great name. It is a great name. And I, the, uh, okay. Anyway, okay. I'm using <laughs> a fake name in case uh, if anyone from the church listens. I'm sorry. Is someone from Josh Duggar's church listening to us Stop. and Stop. That's scary. I have. I need to take more propranol. My oh my god. Okay. Uh, if anyone from the church listens, which I doubt, since it probably goes against our beliefs. Okay. This <laughs> may be a long one, but I think you'll enjoy this. My dad, my dad's side of the family is part of North Love Church, and we are kind of a big name in the church. Oh <laughs> We're kind of a big deal. <laughs> oh my god, I'm having like full palpitations. I don't okay. even know what that is. Is that a thing you know? I don't know about the church, but to have a to be a big name in a church. Oh yeah, they... no, no, that's crazy. For example, they built a room on the church and dedicated it to my grandpa when he passed. Whoa! Oh, so North... they're a big name in the church. I'm sorry, I understand now. Okay, yes, family, yes, yes, yes. got it. North Love or its rehab program, Reformers Unanimous, uh, is the church program that glorified that they had cured Josh Duggar from oh, his evil ways. God's sake! Okay. My dad is the black sheep of the family. It sounds like you are, Bandit, but okay. <laughs> Bandit, um, I have a literal panda named Bandit, so I think if there's Bandit, a you're reaching anywhere. out to a show called And That's Why We Drink after your grandpa <laughs> was dedicated a room at your church. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we know My dad the is the black sheep, sheep of the family because he rebelled against the church. So growing up, my sister and I weren't a part of that world. I see. Phew. But the rest of my dad's side is still fully in it. My cousins, <laughs> all seven of them from one uncle and aunt... Uh, they couldn't watch TV unless it was sports and the TV was hidden in the closet in their parents' room. The woman couldn't wear pants and it was either skirts or culottes, culottes, uh, culottes. I think it's culottes. culottes. I think, uh, my aunt sewed most of their clothes for them. They grocery shopped within the church's co-op. My aunt also homeschooled the kids while my uncle would be working because the man had to do the work. After they finished first grade or so, they would go to the church's school till they graduated to go to college. The men would actually go to college to further their education while the women went to find a husband. Wow. Cool. <laughs> Different life than me. Cool, cool, um, cool. <laughs> then when they got married, the pastor of the church, Paul Kingsbury, would go on an hour-long tangent about how the woman had to submit to the man and fulfill all of his needs and wants. Disgusting. Um... 
my favorite the no my favorite thing when it came to our families coming together is that my mom is the one who held our immediate family together so my uncle would have to talk to my mom about any plans my mother told me she would aim for my uncle to make what she called the know your place woman face (laughs) just to piss him off One of the most vivid memories at the church was attending one of my cousin's graduations. They had a preacher who worked at Reformers Unanimous there. He was talking about how he turned 16 and bought a car. He looked into the crowd and said, and do you know what was in that car? A radio. And the whole church gasped in horror. And I sat there confused. He continued on saying that because of his radio, he turned to drugs and alcohol all due to the evil living in it. Oh, for God's okay. sake. Oh, because of the oh. devil living in it. I'm sorry. The devil's in his car. Okay. Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> which like, like a story that, that is, to read. <laughs> that is a, a Duggar thing, too, That to hear anything with drums uh, channels the, the devil. So, Seriously? Like the, even Christian rock is supposed to be like the devil trying to tempt you away because what it sounds f- enough like real rock that you're going to go They're trying to trick you. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. God. Okay. Um, so you're only allowed to listen to like really like like orchestra gospel, essentially. That's like the only music you can listen to and like church hymns oh, and stuff. Cool. So listening to the Duggar episode recently, I was like, holy shit, this sounds really familiar. Uh-huh. Then the next day, out of the blue, my mom mentioned Josh Duggar and how he went to the church for rehab. And I knew I had to write in because there has been some scandals within the church now. Oh, you don't um, say. Um, you're having a moment. <sighs> Apparently, Reformers Unanimous was a bunch of bull and really didn't do anything for rehab besides manual labor and reading Bible verses. Plus it was full of people who were child abusers and the program didn't really do anything to keep them away from children. Sure. Mm, Sound familiar? Excellent. Then pastor Kingsbury who founded this program, he was abusing and grooming. Allegedly more than 20 women have come forward about this. (gasps) Woof. That's bad. The church t- uh, tried to bury this with his resignation and leave it at that. Kingsbury says he's innocent and nothing happened. Here is his direct <sighs> quote. There is nothing, nothing that has gone on in the ministry or has gone on all these years that has ever been just put under a proverbial rug. If you lift the rug, it's clean under there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> He's always had such a bad vibe to him. So reading that quote the first time really gave me the creeps. I could go on with more stories about living that close to basically a cult, but I'll leave it there. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of tea, Bandit. And then it says Gemini's Unite. <gasps> we. Oh, we knew you were a Gemini. There's no doubt. Like we should have known. We should have like, known. I have from gossip. The Guess who I am? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. What, I, for what? a second, I thought we were like there was an update about Josh Duggar at in prison or something. I was like, "What? Oh. Mm. We gotta Ugh. turn on our Google alerts. Turn um, on your radio. Oh no, I would never. That's danger zone. The, the um, devil's territory. Yes, the devil's territory. Uh, okay. Wow. Okay. So here I have one now called the ghost priest in my home. Oh, for God's mm-hmm. sake, that's a little too scary for me. This is from Tyler, he, him, uh, and it says, Hi, that's why we drink team. I'm Tyler, he, him, and I've been listening for a year now with my girlfriend, often in the car and while cooking dinner. We love the banter and enjoy hearing what you have all been up to. Now, here's my story. I grew up in a small town in northern Wisconsin. My parents' home was a third house built in my entire hometown and was constructed in 1899 for the local priest. 
that's like my mom's house was built for the like was bought by the catholic church and an archbishop that's, lived there or something it sounds like yeah and the 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 pastor or the priest was like one of three people in your yeah. entire town Whew. that's wild i guess they starting off a town they're like we need a priest and yeah. that's it starting yep we <laughs> and need two people to go to church and yeah. we're good. <laughs> <laughs> what more could you ask for yeah okay uh, it is our understanding that the first priest lived here until it was sold in the 1920s to a local family. When the priest occupied the house, funerals were held in the main entryway. Oi. God. Okay. Mm -hmm. This fueled the creepy vibes throughout the house, but especially in the basement. We were told that during the winter months when the ground was frozen and the mausoleum was full, bodies of the recently deceased were stored down there in the basement. Oh, boy. Girl. Mm. Girl. We have the original blueprints that one of the lumberjacks put together when they began digging out the foundation. The basement is shown as a perfect rectangle in the drawings, but this is not the reality. One of the corners of the room is walled off in an eight foot by eight foot square. <laughs> Goodbye. Guess what? No, thanks. <laughs> Ew, I have goose cam. Yuck. When my father pointed this out to the realtor, the story is that the lumberjacks uncovered a huge rock in that spot, and since they did not have the heavy machinery we do today, decided it wasn't worth the effort to remove the rock and built around it. While this could be true, my friends often claim that behind the walls is the body of the priest who once lived in the house. I, that, and yeah, I are your friends. Absolutely. We're like, yeah, guess what? That's not a rock. That's a dead body. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Friends. For sure. I'd be like, that, the rock is a bullshit story and you yeah. know it. You, you know, know what know the it. rock really means, right? In lumberjack yeah. speak, it means <laughs> dead priest. Okay. Exactly. Another odd fact about the basement is the door. My mom loves the doors. She adores she adores them. <laughs> I don't think that he even realized that he made that pun. She's constantly reminding us that they're original. This sounds like my mother also. And over 100 years old. She refuses to replace the doors or the door handles, even though some have stopped working altogether. Yeah, we never had doors that worked at my mom's house. Insane. The door to the basement always seemed odd it came with a deadbolt lock but on the first floor side which means the lock was installed to keep someone or something in the basement there this is no literally your house don't you have locks on the inside of the doors uh at your mom's house um yes that is true yeah, yeah. this is so that far um true yes this is it's so far it's all adding up i, yeah, I think i've been in this little... house actually yeah i'm like wait a second is this my brother who's emailing this um this seems really familiar uh there are no other entrances to the basement save a very small window so there's no rational explanation as to why a lock would be necessary in 2014 i came back from college for winter break one night i went to sleep in my childhood bed and was awoken by someone saying my name i woke up a little bit freaked out told myself it was only a dream and tried to go back to sleep but i couldn't shake an uneasy feeling i finally opened my eyes to a this is a new one lime green figure standing at the end of my bed lime green lime green okay <laughs> it was, was gumby it, i was gonna say is it like <laughs> one of the aliens from toy story <laughs> yeah the only other thing i could imagine okay sorry to joke because then tyler says the figure was a man with sunken eyes oh, <laughs> salad fingers or something <laughs> <laughs> oh poor tyler's like um i was scared and you guys are making fun of me when we're scared we react with 
jokes. That's this is our defense mechanism. We're not making. Can you funny. imagine though if if Tyler had the courage to look at that creature and go, "Okay, salad fingers." Like, relax. <laughs> okay, nice try. <laughs> You're not even relevant anymore. It's 2014. <laughs> go back to YouTube. Okay, go back to 2005. Uh, the figure had no discernible features other than the glowing green skin. Uh. I quickly learned that my flight fight freeze response is freeze. Yep. Isn't that fun when we learn what our <laughs> As it's happening, yes. Yeah, you're like, oh, that's interesting. It's like, oh, I guess I just don't move or function. Or oh, think. I guess I'm paralyzed. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't move or look away from the figure at the end of my bed. The figure leaned forward towards me. I could feel it set a hand on my leg and continue to climb onto the bed. Ah! Okay. Girl. No. Get out. <laughs> this is like, I know, horrifying. I know you're frozen. I know you can't do anything about it. But get the fuck out. <laughs> I know that you're reacting in the only way your body and uh, nervous system know how. But don't do it that way. Do it a different way. <laughs> but uh, you're wrong. <laughs> but you're wrong. Okay. This gets worse, believe it or not. Okay. Because it says, at this point, now imagine it's holding onto his leg and is climbing into his bed. And at this point, the figure begins speaking. <gasps> I know. Why is that so much scarier? I don't know. Uh, it says, in a voice that sounded something like someone Ew, attempting to mimic an old-timey creepy witch voice, I heard the apparition whisper, Oh, God! (laughs) Sorry, I'm scared! Okay. I heard the apparition whisper, Our Father, who art in heaven. Girl, no. This is not real. That's just not the truth. (laughs) I hate this so much. Ew. Ew. I hate to break it to you, but that didn't happen. (laughs) Didn't happen. Oh, my God. At this point, the figure reached a hand toward my face. And just as the apparition touched my face, I heard it conclude its prayer. Hallowed be thy name. Oh, my God. The figure's hand didn't touch my face, but seemed to go through me. I could feel it. I can't believe it's still happening. Like, you'd think if this was just like a dream or whatever that you would have shaken out of it by now, you know. But, like, it's still going. Also, if it's in your face, like... Where's where's a good place for it to be in your face? Like Ugh. in your mouth? Are you tasting this thing? Is it like in your where, eyeball? Is it in your yeah. brain? Is it in your ear? Tickling Did you get, around like, in there? Brain freeze when it went through your head? That sounds <sighs> stupid, but I'm and like, was it wet? Wondering. I feel like this finger was wet. Ew, it know? was very green, like and glowing. It sounds like it would be wet, like moldy or something. Damp. Um, damp indeed. Uh okay. The figure's hand didn't touch my face, but seemed to go through me. I could feel a burst of cold air hit my face, just as the figure's hand did. As quickly as it appeared, the figure was gone. Okay, this is traumatizing. I know that this we tell like, even, ghost stories. This isn't and stuff, even. That's like, why we drink anymore. This is like out of control. This, this isn't is Josh like, Duggar. Tra- this isn't your little pictures. This is crazy. <laughs> this is traumatic. I was left alone in my bedroom, confused and terrified. It took a few minutes, but I was able to calm myself down and remind myself that ghosts aren't real. Yeah, I mean, that looked real and felt real, but it had to be a dream. Sleep paralysis. That's it. Has to be, right? I told myself this was just some weird dream or sleep disorder and didn't tell anyone what I saw that night. Over winter break, I worked mornings at the local grocery store. A few weeks had passed since my midnight visitor, that's one way to put it, and I got up at my usual 5 a.m. to get ready to head to work. When I went downstairs, I found my older brother awake and watching TV. I asked why he was awake at this ungodly hour, and he looked at me and said, this is going to sound absolutely crazy, but I saw a ghost in my bedroom. (laughs) Oh, my God. And then Tyler says, I froze, to which I Uh say, again, okay, Uh, (laughs) I froze. My mind was spinning. I asked him to describe what he saw. Holy shit. Sorry. Here's the brother's description of what he saw. 
It was a lime green figure standing at the end of my bed. It reached up and touched me on the nose. But you know the scariest part of all? The whole time I could hear it whispering the Our Father. <laughs> Roll out. Pack your bags. We're gone. O-U-T. No oh, time to my pack God. your bags. We're out. Grab a go bag. What does that even go. mean? And like... It's a horrible... Because it also... It's like a combination of ghost and alien because... I've never heard anything in the realm of of paranormal that's green, let alone lime green. What about ectoplasm? Isn't that green? Yeah, uh, but like ectoplasm a... isn't alive, is well, it? Well, I know. Like... I'm just like trying to like equate but, it to something. I don't know. But also for something to be able to speak, one, speak English, two, to know our prayer. Okay, in... but I think it's the priest. Why is he lime green? Well, that part I don't know. He spent too much Why time in that Why is he putting his basement. fingers all over people's faces? Okay, but see, I have a guess about it. Well, let me read the rest of the story in case that okay. it comes up, but I have a okay. guess about what's happening. Um, my brain tried to rationalize what I was hearing. My brother had to be messing with me, right? But I didn't tell anyone about what I saw that night, and there was no way this was a coincidence. Maybe we both recently watched a movie that planted the idea in our subconscious. That had to be it. But even if that's true, my brother isn't the prank type. He's been described as, quote, a man without a sense of humor. Oh, nice. <laughs> Sounds like a real class act. It's really funny to me. What if he was like, by me, I describe him that way. Right, right, right. Um, Pulling a prank or joke like this would be very out of character for him. He also looked absolutely terrified sitting in the living room with all the lights on and the TV playing at 5 a.m. I walked away from him without saying anything. It's hard to describe how I felt at that moment. All I knew was that I had to leave the house as quickly as I could. It's been eight years without a sighting of the figure my brother and I saw standing at the end of our beds. Is it all a crazy coincidence, or were we visited by the spirit of the house's original owner, whose body still rests in the corner of the basement? Maybe that's why he's green. I'm, like, not even kidding. Like, maybe he's just been in that mildewy basement, you know? So Um, it is damp. It's very damp. Uh, P.S. My mom also believes their cabin is haunted and claims she saw Bigfoot and felt a ghost all in the same night. But that's a story for another time. Wow. What a doozy. Uh, Okay, here's what I think. Which, again, like, what do I know? Nothing. But here's my theory. A priest doing last rites on someone, I'm oh. pretty sure that is, like, what they would say. Like, they would touch And they would face, put their hands, yeah. Yep, and they would say, I think, I mean, I haven't had that happen to me, thankfully, but I, I'm pretty sure that's, like, the Catholic but okay, but why sacrament. is he putting his hand on your knee and crawling up onto the bed? Okay, that part. <laughs> good point. Good point. And why point. is he? If it was really just a residual haunting, I would imagine it keeps happening in the exact same spot of the house, not going into different That's rooms true. and recognizing when someone's awake to interact with them and saying their name. I just, I, you no, know what? You're... It's one of those things where I don't need to know the answer. All I need to know is that it's time to leave. That's. <laughs> I like how I'm like, I'm just going to sit here in the house, in the haunted house and figure it out. And you're like, no, I'm no like, time for that. I've seen what I've needed to see. It's it's time. It's best we call you haul and just let them handle it from here. <laughs> um, I am curious, like maybe it's like because there's also like anointing of the sick. Like, I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it's some sort of weird twisted version of like a sacrament he used to perform. You know, yeah, like maybe it could be. That's, some... I mean, that's the that's the most logical thing I could figure yeah i don't know though like i don't really know how that i mean again like you said why would he be climbing the bed i don't know that's fucking horrifying and also like i'm very sorry because that is very scary tyler and i know we laughed but i would be petrified 
So I would be laughing as it was happening, I think, out of complete right, shock. That, I'd be like, how this we can't be happening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, say it with me. Thanks, priests. Thanks, um, priests. Oh, my God. I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. Oof. Yes. Thanks, priests. All right. I've everything. got one that should be less scary, I hope, although it is titled Beneath the Floorboards. Um, <laughs> okay. That can't okay. be anything good. And this is from Brittany, who's a she, her pronouns. Thank you for normalizing pronouns. And it says, hello, all. I just moved in with my girlfriend. Okay. Okay. And <laughs> See, it's Sorry, Tyler. Bad. Let me say what Tyler, Tyler if you're gay, uh, please driving weigh in. with his girlfriend. Oh, straight. <laughs> Ooh, heteronormative. Yeah. Uh, hello, all. Tyler, I just like, moved- can't get a fucking break. We never have men write in. And now I'm like putting him on blast. Tyler, I know you can handle it because you handled Tyler, it a lot worse already- when that priest climbed into your bed. <laughs> Tyler already turned the volume down and unsubscribed from us. Tyler's like, we're never listening to this bullshit again. Yeah. I don't blame Hello all. I just moved in with my girlfriend and best believe I asked if this old ass house was haunted before I moved in. She said no. And I don't know if she didn't notice or she didn't want to be alone in this or what, but I may have to cut her loose. (laughs) No longer gay. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Straight. Um, It says, just kidding. I have noticed little things like creaky floors and strange shadows along and along with just the feeling of not being alone when I was the only one in the house. Mm -mm. I used to live in an apartment, so I would naturally dismiss the sounds of footsteps upstairs. But now I have to remind myself there is no upstairs. So what the heck was that? I hate that. Ew, there's no upstairs? And you just hear sounds upstairs. Ew. Okay. One night I had this terrible nightmare where I was in this old kitchen with people I didn't know just talking and whatnot. Then I started noticing that there were keyholes in the wall and they were numbered. (sighs) Either our brains are wild or, I mean, that that feels like it's planted. There's there's no way a brain can just conjure that up to me. And but then I mean that is totally something a brain could conjure. But I just refuse to believe it. I've read a few uh, of my dream that I write down in my notes app sometimes, and I'm like, what the fuck was I on? You know, like I don't know. I feel like our brains are pretty crazy but continue okay there were keyholes in the wall and they were numbered i was about to ask what they were when the guy to my right uh handed me a funky looking key (sighs) i put it in the first keyhole and turned it then weird stuff started happening started (laughs) okay each key would initiate some kind of horrible trial that was centered around one individual in the group. This is a horror movie. This is um, a very scary dream. I don't like it. This is I'm Saw. So- this feels like Saw. <laughs> but all we had... Okay, so a horrible trial that was centered around an individual. But this all we like had... a Kafka story. Like, yeah. genuinely. I Okay. But we all had to finish the trail in order to get to the next key. The trial, oh, the trial. maybe? The trial. Yeah. Uh, so we finally get to the 10th keyhole. When we turn the key, I start falling backwards. And when I was supposed to hit the ground, I actually went through the floor to some kind of sunken place where I couldn't move. And I was being tortured by spirits. What the fuck is happening? It was terrifying. And once I was done being tortured, I woke up in the dream back in the old house and had an 11th key in my hand. (laughs) And M Call was outside because this is fucking the U-Haul. crazy. Like, come on, yeah. <laughs> get out of there. 
My body was shaking because of how scared I was, and others were like, let's stop playing the game for uh, for now since it's really the taking game? a toll on us. What a fun game. This is Saw. You're right, M. <laughs> like, what the fuck? The game? I know. My body was shaking, I and others were like, let's stop playing the game for now. Um, and I was like, what? We can we can stop doing all the shit with the keys? Like, finally realizing, like, we could have just Wait never done any of this. Uh, we we couldn't stop doing all this shit with the keys. Why didn't we stop earlier? Anyway, yeah. I woke up in real life and started getting dressed for work, kissed my girlfriend goodbye, and then was alone in the house. I'm sitting at my vanity when I hear and feel several knocks underneath the hardwood floor directly beneath my feet. No. It had to have been six or seven hard and rapid knocks. It wasn't my girlfriend because I had her send me a picture of her in her classroom to rule her out. (laughs) Prove that you're not here. Oh, God. So either someone is living in the basement or something from the sunken place found me in real life. What the fuck? Anywho, that's why I drink uh, copious amounts of cheap boxed wine. I've been listening for years and you and if you made it this far thank you for reading Brittany. that's wild the fact that like even if there's not actually something in the sunken place maybe there's something that like knew what you were dreaming and just yeah, it's almost like parallel yes it like paralleled the experience to scare I you i mean if blaze were here he would say pipes but i <laughs> <laughs> but like it was someone from her dream for sure one thousand percent one thousand percent it's just like what are the odds you wake up you're home alone and then like remember this bang 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 oh i have been in places where i have just like perpetual horrible nightmares that don't feel like my own dreams and like i remember thinking like this fucking place has bad energy that's why i'm Mm -hmm. having these dreams so i mean maybe that's something to do with it or like maybe you're reliving like a residual haunting like maybe someone did die in the basement or maybe someone did die under the foundation Ew, what and if like, they're trying to send you a message Woof. <laughs> leave me alone <laughs> it'd be really crazy if she woke up and all of a sudden there was a 12th key <laughs> oh what if she found a key on the de- on the vanity Ooh. oh my god i just have no time for it thank you please Brittany. tell me a story <laughs> Do you pride yourself on finding the best deals and savings? Yes, it's me. I'm raising my hand. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. Get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every single category, including fashion, beauty, home essentials, travel, dining, and so much more. Shop brands like Macy's, Adidas, YSL Beauty, Samsung Petco, just to name a few. Plus, membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Cashback rates change daily. Here's how it works. Stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers, and then Rakuten shares a commission with its members via check or PayPal quarterly. And you better believe how exciting it is when your PayPal alerts you that you've gotten money. It's no wonder Rakuten has 17 million members who are already saving. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. Or get the Rakuten app to start saving today. Your cashback really adds up. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. 
here's another story. This is called Adorable Yet Haunted Christmas Teddy Bears. Okay, so this is for me, definitely. Thank you, Eva. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from Zoe, she, her, uh, and it says, Hi, guys, I love the podcast, and I thought you'd enjoy this festive story of mine as the season is fast approaching. Eyeball emoji. Eyeballs emoji looking mm-hmm. over, which makes me not trust her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here is a story. My dad passed away when I was a baby. Oh, no. And over the years, my mom has given me a few things of his to keep and remember him by. Well, that's awful. I'm sorry about that. One of these things was a trio of festive teddy bear ornaments. They're wearing pajamas and each holding a different Christmas present. I set up my tree. I know. (laughs) It's really sweet, actually. I set up my tree that year and sat them beneath it. One day I got home from work to find one of them sat on a different table in the living room. Figuring my boyfriend had moved it, I put it back and carried on. A week or so later, I found another one had fallen from the table the tree sat on and had rolled across the room. We didn't have pets back then, so I was annoyed at my boyfriend for knocking them over continuously when he (laughs) knew they were sentimental. You're like, those are from my dead dad. Like, stop moving them. I'd be like, get your hands off it. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Then, a few nights later, we were sat in our bedroom when I needed something from the living room. So I walked through. Only to find one of these freaking bears perched perfectly on the back of the sofa facing the Christmas tree. Oh, my God. And part of me wants to think like, oh, it's your dad. And Yeah, right. And then it suddenly becomes poltergeisty and you're like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, I'm like, hang on. (laughs) Would dad dad do this? Like, that's my biggest fear when I die first and I haunt you is you're not going to be able to tell if I'm being an asshole or a poltergeist has entered the chat. I think I'll know. I think I'll know it's. But, like, what if I wanted to fuck with you and I just, like, put Leon upside down? Like, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) No, what I'm saying is I think I would assume it's option A. It's M being an asshole every time. I don't think I would even have room to consider poltergeist. Let's put it this way. This is a pinky promise now that give me your fucking pinky. Well, I want to hear what it is first. (laughs) You'll want this. I promise. Give me your pinky. Okay. That if I go first and I'm haunting you and I do something wild, you'll know it's me if when you say stop, I respect your wishes. Oh, okay. But if it doesn't stop, you need to fucking call somebody. Okay, so because you'll be, okay, pinky promise. Because you'll be over there. Like if I. This one isn't me. Like if I take Leona and just put her upside down, just kind of like swing her around (laughs) and she's having a good time. And you go, okay, and stop. I'll put her right side up for a little bit. But. If she keeps being upside down, you're in trouble, girl. You need then to ends in the corner going, it wasn't me this time, <laughs> I swear. <laughs> uh, it's the, the same it. Yeah. It's this creepy demon over here. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, well, then I expect you to kick that demon out of my house. But anyway, we'll talk about this. I'll be trying, but like, okay, I'm only I one person. I appreciate like, that. I'm a new ghost. I don't know what I'm doing yet, you know? Well, you're holding my child upside down. You're pretty good at it. I'm like... <laughs> you know one skill at a time you're a natural okay all right so this bear is perched perfectly on the back of the sofa facing the christmas tree it had been very deliberately placed there was no way it could have ever been knocked or thrown and landed in that position i love that the first few times it was like look what i'm doing and she's like well maybe it's just a coincidence and then it's like okay fine i'll put it somewhere like impossible right right right. you know like you have to prove it almost um it had been very deliberately placed. There was no way it could have been knocked or thrown and landed in that position. I walked back to our room and asked my boyfriend why he had put the bear there and that if it was a prank, it wasn't funny. Mm. I got really upset and he told me firmly he had not touched or knocked them at all over the last few weeks and had definitely not put it on the sofa. 
I'm not particularly sensitive, but I had had weird feelings and experiences in that flat. And so I stood in the hallway and loudly told whatever it was not to move things and that it wasn't welcome. The bears never moved again, though I've never put them out in the years since. Looking back, I don't know if it was a sign from my dad or another family member or just something messing with me. But either way, I'm glad it stopped. You know, that I think um, I always think back to what you said of like when you saw your grandpa the apparition after you had passed and you felt like safe even though there's mm-hmm. like a man in your room you know and yeah. i feel like i feel like if it were your dad you wouldn't be maybe so freaked i don't know but i don't that know would be, i don't know yeah i would imagine i guess that's if they're like fully in the room with you i have no idea how it works yeah but yeah there there are times when like things happen and i know that like it's good vibes and there's other times where i know right. it's bad vibes you know right i guess all you have to do is all, all you can do is like trust your gut on that um so Zoe says, maybe this year I'll get them out and let you know if they decide to move about again, which obviously <laughs> I'm going to say, do it. do it and film it. Like keep a running security <gasps> camera pointed at them. Oh, we could do a live stream. We'll just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe this year, get them out. OK, hope you enjoyed reading. Somehow when you type out your most profound experiences, they just feel incredibly boring compared to everyone else's Zoe. No, it's not. You it's not made it on the I, listeners episode. What are you talking hell about? Hell yeah. The Christmas one, believe it or not. Um. Not that that means anything, because we all forgot it was the Christmas one before we. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thank you, Zoe. That is uh, creepy. I do also wonder if it was a family member, like a friendly spirit or like something. You got to start doing yes or no's with it. You got to be like, are you my dad? And then if and move one. But if you're not my dad, move two, you know, or don't move move two of the bears. Oh, yeah. I also wonder, was it one? Was it one specific bear or was it like Mm. the three different ones were all doing different things? Hmm. Yeah. I'd be anyway. like, if like, yes or no, move the bear to the left or move the bear to the right, you know? Yeah. And then I'd be like, shit, which one was left and right? I forget which one means <laughs> yes. Like, Wait, my left or your left? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Um, okay, we've got one final one, and it sounds like it's going to be a good ender. Mm. Um, it's titled, My Dog's Supernatural Secret Santa. Hello? Okay, I'm in. I'm on. I'm in. I'm a, on it. A spectral jar of peanut butter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tennis balls rolling down the hall. That would be my nightmare because I would probably break my ankle. But yes, that no, for Gio, like... it'd be just a bunch of dirty socks. Just it would just later. and those actually do kind of just appear around the house. But that's not really a ghost. That's that just kind of my bad loves... laundry skills. Yeah, that dog loves a dirty sock. He sure does. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh and this is from uh adrian who uses she her pronouns thank you for normalizing pronouns uh hi eva m and christine i would like to dedicate this story to the fur babies of and that's why we drink Aww. i love your podcast and have always wanted to write in my numerous paranormal stories i decided with the holidays coming up now would be the time to stop procrastinating and send in a story from last christmas in case you are looking for festive stories and your episode this year Yay! Eva was Thank you. on it. This story revolves but... around my three beloved huskies. Aww. So sweet. Named Rainer, Aurora, and Odin. Whoa. Those are all perfect husky names. Wow. <laughs> Before how I crack into it, Rainer? let me. I know. What is Before how I... you spell it? R A Y N O R. Whoa. Rainor. I was just curious. Before I crack into it, first let me paint the scene. The way my living room is set up, we have an L-shaped sectional that borders the front wall of our house. Um, And it's under a big window at the front of the door. 
making a makeshift hallway leading from the door into the house, then ending, opening up to the living room. Okay. Our dogs love to greet all guests by jumping up on the couch and lining up one by one <laughs> on the part of the sectional that makes that turns the area into a hallway. Aww. You get what I mean? Like when you walk yeah, in they, the... They, it's like you're walking between the wall and the couch, sort of, yes. the back of the couch? Yes. Okay. And the dogs line up for greetings. Okay, that's the snuggles. cutest thing I've ever heard. Um, our eldest husky, Rainer, is Ooh. known as a woolly husky, which means he has an extra long fluffy coat, wow. making him look particularly wolf-like. They <gasps> tend to be quite the jump scare for anyone who isn't used to coming over. And imagine the first thing you see after the door opens is three large wolf-like dogs at eye level right in your yeah, face. I was going to say, they're also like elevated to your height yes. now because they're on the couch. <laughs> One day last December, about a week before Christmas, my husband and I decided to take a nap after returning home from Christmas shopping. While I was napping, I heard what sounded like two women whispering. I figured that I was either in a dreamlike state and imagining the voices or I was hearing two spirits talking to each other. Either, either way, <laughs> it could be 50-50. Either way, I couldn't bring myself to be too concerned because I was six months pregnant and was not about to get up and investigate. Oh, forget it. Side note, a little thing about me is that I'm a witch practitioner and have my own clairsentient. Mm. Oh, clairsentient abilities. Oh, okay. I didn't read the next part. I have my own clairsentient abilities and have had experiences with spirits throughout my whole life. Not too much later after hearing the voices, I began to hear some rustling. The sound that most dog owners know as the sound of your dog getting into something they shouldn't be. I, I mean, like immediately was like, shit, I know. Still, I, know. I couldn't be bothered to get up from the warmth of my bed. And we finally finished our nap and we go out into the living room to see what our mischievous babies have gotten into. But all we saw was them playing with a stuffed alligator dog toy. Funny enough, while out shopping earlier, one of the toys I'd gotten my dogs as a Christmas present was a stuffed alligator, only I knew I had hidden their toys so they couldn't find them. Mm. Puzzled on how they managed to get the toy out of the closet I hid it in, I took the toy from them and realized it wasn't the same stuffed alligator. What? <laughs> I thought, well, this is weird. Then I saw another toy on the floor that I'd never seen before. I asked my husband if I had bought these or if he had bought these, and he told me he hadn't. Looking wow. around some more, I then find a grocery bag that was tied closed and had been torn open by my dogs with another three dog toys in it. What? All the toys still had tags on them, and we were so confused. We knew these toys had not been here before our nap, and we thought maybe one of our family members had stopped and dropped them off while we were sleeping. The only thing was the front door was locked, and now we do have a few family members who have a spare key to our home, but all of them swear up and down that none of them had dropped off the toys. My side of the family is full of pranksters, and we really thought they were just messing with us to get a little to get us a little paranoid. Eventually, we figured someone would own up to it, but no one ever did. It's worth what? noting that neither of us had heard any knocking on the door while we were sleeping, and even if we had slept through it, we had we wouldn't be able to sleep through the sound of all three huskies howling if someone was at the door. True, you you know, like I huskies feel like are loud. <laughs> huskies are talkers, you know. <laughs> Uh, almost a year later and my dog Secret Santa still remains a mystery. And I like to think the gifts were brought, uh, to them by my late brother who passed away a few years ago. Aww. He 
He loved the dogs, and this isn't the first supernatural incident that's happened with the dogs since his passing. On multiple occasions, I've found my dogs let out of their crates when I know their crates were locked. <laughs> even that's finding... me as a ghost. Let them free! <laughs> <laughs> and even finding the, lock... the locking system still in place, so I know it's not that they were just wiggling it loose. I believe oh my, my brother. I believe my brother likes to come play with them. Um, and thank you for reading my story. I'll be sure to write in some more stories another time. Happy holidays. <gasps> what a fucking story. And like for them to be the same type of toys that you got them, like it was an alligator. And That's like... weird. Okay. Can I tell you something? Like, cause I, hmm. I don't know if you could tell probably not cause you were reading, but I had like kind of a reaction when you said that. Why? And I'm like sweating a lot. Okay. Why? Because I recently was reading a book about, like, signs from your past loved ones by Laurel and Jackson, who's, like, a psychic medium. And um, I was reading it, and I it's, like, it said, you know, be, come up with a specific sign um, for your loved ones to, like, show you or whatever. And so I came up with a sign for my grandmother to show me, and I was, like, if you are around, can you bring up an alligator? Shut up. <laughs> That's serious. <laughs> well, your and grandma reason, says hi, apparently. The reason I said alligator is because, weirdly, I couldn't think of a sign. I was like, I don't know. Like, it has to be specific, but also, like, something memorable. You know, I just, like, couldn't come up with something that, like, made sense. And then that night, I had a dream that I walked into the dining room of my house and saw a giant stuffed alligator on the table. And I woke up and I was like... Okay, I guess stuffed. I guess stuffed alligator is my sign. And literally, when you it's said stuffed alligator, he's playing with a stuffed alligator, like my whole body just. I went into Shut Tyler's up. like freeze mode. I was like, "Wait, what did you just oh say?" <laughs> you anyway. and Tyler are just sitting on the same bed, freaked out about yeah. With things. the priest is just like. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, that wow. just like got me like really. Wow, anyway, it's a final so. Christmas holiday miracle. Hi, isn't Oma. It? Uh, oh my god, sorry, Eva just texted, I just got a stuffed alligator at the party I went to with my dad this weekend. What? What in the world is going on? <laughs> I don't have anything about a stuffed alligator. I don't Here's know what Here's my, to... <laughs> you're gonna like leave the room and be like, what's that plastic bag on the doorknob? Right, right, right. It'll <laughs> um, be a bunch I... of chewed up dog toys from the Huskies. <laughs> It'll be like slobbery toys. Um, I wanted to also say that I do have one more sign that I, for my grandmother that I'm not going to reveal, but maybe it'll oh. like come up, you know, in some other future episode. Um, okay. But that's pretty, that's pretty wild. So anyway, stuff wow. alligator. Well, uh, tell your mom. She would like that. Yeah. Well, it's my dad's mom. So oh, um, I'll tell him, but he, oh my God, he was a, a cute little photo with the stuffed alligator. That's adorable. Oh, um, anyway, I, I had, weird. I had no idea. Well, geez. I mean, that feels a little, uh. I don't know how that works, how the universe works, no, but either. that's it's super eerie. Ooh, you guys should read that book though. I put it in the uh the newsletter, like mm -hmm. what do you call it? Uh recommendation a few months ago, but um it's called Signs, I think, by Laurel and Jackson. Anyway, cool. it's really like comforting to read. So mm. wow. wow. Okay. What well, a tale, dude. <laughs> there you have it. All right. All right. We do have one more story. Uh, this is called A Christmas Ghost Story. What if this is where my other sign comes in? I doubt it. Okay. Uh, a Christmas Ghost Story Personal. I'm not sure how else to start this. But, oh, this is from Abra. She, her. I'm not sure how else to start this besides saying, with no doubt in any of our minds, my mother's house is haunted as fuck. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, goodness me. Oh, oh my. Oh, my, my. 
My mother's house is haunted as fuck, like poltergeist shit, and they've always loved me. Oh, no. From the first time we stepped foot into what would be my room, great, we've heard a little girl. But in all the years I lived there, I had never seen her until Christmas 2017. Mm. I was the first in my family to be done getting ready, a Christmas miracle, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Oh, Abra. I'm sorry. To Christine, like Kadabra. To oh, M, oh, oh, oh. like the Pokemon. I understand. I understand. Um, she, her, either way. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Abra. Uh, anyway. Blah, 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 blah. I was the first of my family to be done getting ready. A Christmas miracle, to be honest. Sitting alone downstairs in our living room, which displays a staircase prominently, something caught my eye. There was a little girl sitting on our MF staircase. <laughs> fucking bye. Bye. She didn't seem to notice me at first. Ew. Oof. And as I was sitting there trying to figure out if she was real or not, she looked up at me with, in no exaggeration, the biggest eyes I've ever seen. Ugh. They weren't okay. all black, shout out black eyed <gasps> kids, but they were a special kind of dark against her pale skin and long dark hair. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I would get the same random violent sickness for years after this, no matter how healthy I was prior. But That feels like on, a black-eyed kid. But only on Christmas. Oh. <laughs> that's extra evil. That is pretty That's pretty. But you're right. It does, because that is one of the side effects. Like, Does they make you, like, really Ill. Ill. Yeah. Ooh. Like, there was, like, those stories I did where, like, all they did was, like, look through the peephole at one of the black-eyed kids, and they had, like, they were diagnosed the next week with like really intense cancer or like something. Cancer, like, yeah. Ugh. Okay, um, but only on Christmas. While this really sucked, as I love Christmas, it did get me out of midnight mass a few times. And then it says "so slay," and it's spelled S L E I G H. Abra is like bringing this. Like ass. we're gonna okay. make a good thing out of this. Yeah, I love that for you. But our story doesn't end there. That next year, my partner at the time, Josh, he, him, came to live with us for a while. He went across the hall to our bathroom that was equally as unsettling as my bedroom. When he came back, he looked shook as hell. Mm -mm. I asked, what's the matter? And he said, I know this sounds crazy, but I swear to God, I just saw a little girl in your bathroom. (gasps) I asked what she looked like. Quote, she had long, dark hair and she was really pale, but her eyes, dude, they were massive. Okay. I had never told him that story. I was going to say, mm-hmm. but if you've got a boyfriend that's living with you, you might want to warn him about that damn house. I love this. Like, this is like that other couple who was like, I asked my girlfriend if it was on and she said no. I would be, like, lies, if I moved lies. in with, if Allison's house had a little girl that makes you violently <laughs> ill on holidays, giant eyes. I would be like, I did not. Okay. It's like that uninformed consent. I moved yes. into this damn yes. house and you didn't warn me that it's I like, could run into this girl. That's a lie by omission is what yeah. that is called. And I'm pretty sure like, in a court of law, I'd the- be right. I'd be like, Jesus Christ. Like, like, had I known I would never enjoy Christmas again, I might have not moved uh, yeah. in here. Had I known, I'd be vomiting every Christmas. Yeah, forget <laughs> it. Uh, and then she says, spooky Christmas to all and to all a good night. Abra, like Kadabra, like the Pokemon. <laughs> oh, got it. What the fuck? I okay. have to know if the boyfriend started getting violently ill. Oh, great point. Well, I wonder if he saw, but it sounds like he saw her on a different day, like not on Christmas. Like I wonder, she saw I the would, girl on Christmas. I wonder if like that same thing happened to him that day of the year, but he yeah. just hasn't put it together, you know? Yeah, I would be like, go back through your photos and everything, figure out a date. We got to keep track of that. Time. Yeah. And then like, I know it says your former partner, but like check on that day, check every year 
hey, how are you feeling today? <laughs> just, and honestly, just like if he did in. something really fucked up for you to make him your former partner, then maybe the little girl was helping you out. I don't know. Great point. Maybe, maybe she's like, get the fuck out of here. Who the hell maybe are you? Maybe she was like, I see you with my big fucking eyes. I don't like what's going I on here. I can see you with my giant <laughs> owl eyes. Uh, <sighs> whoa. That really does sound like a black-eyed kid. Sorry. Yeah. It sounds like, like she's also, on her way. Somebody is that like black eyed kid in training. She's evolving. Yeah. Um, in training. Yeah. Ouch. I wonder who invited her in though. Like, don't they have to be invited in? Maybe the previous maybe tenant. Was, I yeah, I was gonna say maybe like a previous family member. And that's an interesting um for like like a philosophy of like if you're a black eyed kid or like a vampire or something, you have mm-hmm. be invited in. Does that mean the foundation once right. you were like, welcomed on it's forever or if is there's it new an- property owners do they now need to invite you in or is it like yeah. gr- you're grandfathered in yeah or bl- grand black eyed kid in i don't know yeah <laughs> you get it <laughs> um yeah interesting well let us know <laughs> since you seem let to be us going know. through it. <laughs> um wow all right well i think that's all of our stories so thank you everybody for sending in stories happy yeah. holidays i hope everyone's having a a good december also um i know it's december 1st so hopefully so far it's going well a good december yeah don't worry if you're not there's still time to make it up (laughs) this is also a quick reminder that we are back on tour next month and uh that does give me a full-blown panic attack i suddenly like have to use the potty i don't like that i'm gonna hang up and then i'm gonna scream into a pillow about it but um you shouldn't you might enjoy it as the audience member. So um, if you would like to come to one of our apparently Northeast shows, then yeah. you can get yourself some tickets. Or and this Indianapolis. Is your last, or Indianapolis. This is your last chance to see On the Rocks because when we go back out on tour in the fall, it will be a different show. So this is your last shot at seeing On the Rocks. So. And Canada. Um, Sorry. I'm just thinking of where we're going. We and some, um, mid, mid Midwest shows too. And? That's why we drink we've seen all the video call fails by now the mute button mishaps the cat cameos people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off but none of this makes fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy bitsy baby duck it's too late fred it's too late when you realize it's better to do business in person it matters where you stay welcome to the hilton garden and fred the meeting room is right down the hall hilton for the stay.